Do not allow yourself to become hypnotized by the old state which felt more natural. Stay in the new state until it feels more natural than the old state. Stay in the state of freedom until it becomes so natural to you that you cannot comprehend ever being enslaved or hypnotized by any other state than that of perfect freedom. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we're continuing with the next chapter of Neville's famous book, Your Faith is Your Fortune. And this chapter is titled The Foundation Stone. Let's dive right in. Let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundations can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it. 1 Corinthians 3.10-13 Neville writes, The foundation of all expression is consciousness. Try as man will, he cannot find a cause of manifestation other than his consciousness of being. Man thinks he has found the cause of disease in germs, the cause of war in conflicting political ideologies and greed. All such discoveries of man, cataloged as the essence of wisdom, are foolishness in the eyes of God. There is only one power, and this power is God, consciousness. It kills, it makes alive, it wounds, it heals, it does all things, good, bad, or indifferent. Man moves in a world that is nothing more or less than his consciousness objectified. Everything is yourself pushed out. Not knowing this, he wars against his reflections while he keeps alive the light and the images which project the reflections. I am the light of the world. I am consciousness is that light. That which I am conscious of being, my conception of myself, such as I am rich, I am healthy, I am free, are the images. The world is the mirror, magnifying all that I am conscious of being. Stop trying to change the world, since it is only the mirror. Man's attempt to change the world by force is as fruitless as breaking a mirror in the hope of changing his face. Leave the mirror and change your face. Leave the world alone and change your conceptions of yourself. The reflection then will be satisfactory. We're going to start there. As you probably have noticed, this doctrine, this teaching, flies in the face of popular opinion in today's world about how to change things. 
There's a lot of people that are railing against the prevailing hierarchies of power in this world, railing against the outside, rallying against the outside, rallying against the oppressors. And while there is a place for that, because it is a state, we as students of wisdom are compelled to understand that rallying against the outside changes nothing. This is a concept I'd like to refer to as the battle. The battle. Whatever you fight against wins. Why? Because fighting produces more fighting. Being in the state of war produces more war. So what's the answer here? The answer here is to stop fighting and rather to rise above within our own consciousness to a higher level of awareness. Regardless of what the external world will tell you, regardless of what media influences or influencer influences would try to tell you, in truth, there is only one thing that any of us have control over, and it is our state of being. Our free will ends at our selection of state of being. Once we are in a state, everything else we experience is under compulsion by that state. What that means is, is we cannot change the external world. We can war all we want. We can rally for this, rally against that, fight this, fight that. Nothing will change until we change ourselves, until we change our own consciousness. The problem is not with our neighbors. The problem is not over there with that other nation. The problem is not with that other ideology. The problem is not with that other political party. The problem is always within you and I. It is always our own consciousness that is the source of everything that we view on the outside. So what is step one? Step one is releasing all judgment because we're only judging ourselves. There is no other. Release all judgment and accept that all things work together for the good of those who love I am. All states of being are helpful in the end to help us evolve, because that's all that we are doing. We are occupying various states of being on this path towards reuniting with the one source that we all are in consciousness. We never left. We never left the source that we all are, except in a dream. And we are awaking from that dream because the infinite power that we are decided to take this world of death and use it as an opportunity to awaken each one of us to the source of our own light so that we become individually aware of being, I am. And so the opportunity here is to begin to hold our own power, to begin to wield our own power with wisdom. This is what I mean when in each and every episode of Daily Neville, I ask and invite and even exhort you to imagine wisely. This is holding and using and applying our own power with wisdom. And when we begin to do this within ourselves, we will see the ripples go on for infinity because all others will act under compulsion to objectify the state that we have chosen for ourselves. Such a beautiful, beautiful truth, and also a very massive responsibility. But it is not meant to feel heavy, as so many responsibilities can feel heavy. This one is not meant to feel heavy. It is meant to feel joyful, because when you understand the power that you are, you literally hold the key to set yourself and your world, and your galaxy, and your universe free. You hold the key 
the master key. You can never be enslaved by any external power ever again. You hold your own power and you are truly sovereign and you are truly free. And to me, there is no more beautiful truth than that. Leave the world alone and change your conceptions of yourself. The reflection then will be satisfactory. Freedom or imprisonment, satisfaction or frustration, can only be differentiated by the consciousness of being. Regardless of your problem, its duration, or its magnitude, careful attention to these instructions will, in an amazingly short time, eliminate even the memory of the problem. Regardless of your problem, regardless of how long you've had the problem, or how big the problem is, what Neville is about to share will set you free to the point where you don't even remember that you ever had a problem. Here we go. Ask yourself this question. How would I feel if I were free? How would I feel if I were free? The very moment you sincerely ask this question, the answer comes. No man can tell another the feeling of satisfaction of his desire fulfilled. It remains for each within himself to experience the feeling and joy of this automatic change of consciousness. The feeling or thrill that comes to one in response to his self-questioning is the father state of consciousness or foundation stone upon which the conscious change is built. That's the title of this chapter, The Foundation Stone. So the foundation stone is the state of consciousness, the father state of consciousness, the source of our power. Just how this feeling will embody itself or how this feeling will push itself out into the world of form and fact, no man knows. It is the unalterable law. So this is the law that cannot be changed, but no man knows how it will embody itself. It's the law of being. It will embody itself. It always does. It's unalterable, this law. But how it happens, we don't know. And that's actually good news. We don't need to know. We just have to hold the feeling. That's our only job. Our only job ever is to change and then choose consciously and then hold our preferred state of being. That's our only responsibility ever. All things express their nature. As you wear a feeling, it becomes your nature. It might take a moment or even a year. It is entirely dependent upon the degree of conviction. As doubts vanish and you can feel, I am this, you begin to develop the fruit or the nature of the thing you are feeling yourself to be. When a person buys a new hat or pair of shoes, he thinks everyone knows that they are new. He feels unnatural with his newly acquired apparel until it becomes a part of him. The same applies to wearing of the new state of consciousness. When you ask yourself the question, 
how would I feel if my desire were at this moment realized? The automatic reply, until it is properly conditioned by time and use, is actually disturbing. The period of adjustment to realize this potential of consciousness is comparable to the newness of wearing apparel. Not knowing that consciousness is ever outpicturing itself in conditions round about you, like Lot's wife, you continually look back upon your problem and begin become hypnotized by its seeming naturalness. So we are attracted to wearing clothes that feel natural to us. And of course, clothes in this case are an analogy for the state of consciousness that we're used to being in. And when we first change our state of consciousness, it feels a little new and perhaps a little flimsy because we're not quite used to it yet. Just like when we put on a new jacket, at first it kind of feels, oh, okay, kind of getting used to the feeling of it. Same thing goes for a state of consciousness. You have to actually get into that state and then make it natural by practicing the feeling. This is over time. This is with repetition. This is investing your attention upon it, really connecting with it, feeling with it. What do I feel like now that I'm free? And I love this idea of just really focusing on freedom because out of freedom flows everything that you could possibly want in your world. Freedom is that initial state. When you are free, you can express health. You can express love. You can express wealth, freedom, joyful self-expression. All of these things flow out of that initial state of being free. So start there. What would the feeling be like if I were free in every possible house of life, if I were truly free? And that's what this law is. It sets you free. So you are free. And now all that is left to do is to connect to that feeling, the consciousness of being free. Do not allow yourself to become hypnotized by the old state, which felt more natural. Stay in the new state until it feels more natural than the old state. Stay in the state of freedom until it becomes so natural to you that you cannot comprehend ever being enslaved or hypnotized by any other state than that of perfect freedom. Heed the words of Jesus, Neville says, which is salvation. Jesus represents salvation. Leave all and follow me. Let the dead bury the dead. Your problem might have you so hypnotized by its seeming reality and naturalness that you find it difficult to wear the new feeling of consciousness of your Savior, freedom. You must assume this garment if you would have results. The stone, the foundation stone, consciousness, which the builders rejected or would not wear, is the chief cornerstone. And other foundations, no man can lay. There is no foundation outside of the consciousness of being. That is the foundation stone upon which your entire world is constructed. State of being. I am awareness of being. And all you have to do to change your entire world is to set yourself free. And you do so by touching the feeling. Catch the mood. Wear it like you would a garment a suit. Feel it. Immerse yourself in it. Surround it around you like a cloak, a cloak of freedom. Set yourself free. Celebrate freedom everywhere that you see it, because if you are it, you recognize it in others, and it is something to be celebrated. Celebrate the cause of freedom. Immerse yourself in it. Begin to fall in love with the feeling of being free.
and so you shall be. And that's all for this episode of Daily Neville. In the next, we will continue with this book, diving into the chapter titled, To Him That Hath. Until then, imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next. 